0: Hi, I'm Raven Grimasi, author of books on Wicca, Witchcraft, Magic, and Neo-Pagan Inner Mystery Traditions. Today I'd like to talk to you about my book, The Cauldron of Memory. This book deals with the idea that the ancestors are actually conscious within us. That what is passed to us in our DNA is more than just the instructions on how to build us. It is also the collective memory of all who came before us. In the mystery tradition we call this the living river of blood that flows from generation to generation. And In the book I've developed some techniques to help you embrace that, understand it, and work with it and make connections. So there's some guided journeys in here that take you to the cavern of the ancestors, where you'll meet the cauldron of memory and be able to extract an etheric or spiritual counterpart of that, and draw it into your own being within three different centers within that you can work with that will help you retrieve ancestral memory and connect with your own spiritual lineage. And I always uh, point out to people who comment that, you know, well, I'm adopted, you know, I don't know who my parents were or that type of thing. And I say, don't worry if you don't know who your ancestors were because they've never forgotten you. So they're still in touch with you and they still are within your very being. There's a story in the book you'll find about a um, anthropologist anthropologist named Jeremy Narby. and this is a very important part of the book because this is a scientist looking at the idea of memory, ancestral memory in particular, uh, being transferred somehow or stored somehow in our DNA. So um, that's uh, something you can look at in his book uh, The Cosmic Serpent, although out of print now uh, is a very good account of his time spent with some Peruvian Indians in which he learned uh, the way that they contact with the inner self. The uh, book works also very much with a shamanistic tool that is called the witch's ladder or the sacred tree, depending upon your tradition. And it deals with the idea of the world above, in between and below, the three realms. And then the roots that descend downward into the underworld where you can meet the ancestors and then actually end up retrieving and bringing up the ancestral teachings. So this is a very important tool that's worked with a lot in the book. Some cauldron exercises are also in the book. And then it goes into living life as a cauldron keeper, as a spiritual tradition, as a healer and a seer, and one who can retrieve um, ancestral memory, and one who keeps lineages alive. So you become actually the lineage bearer in this current generation because you are the keeper of the river of blood in your own lifetime and that's a very important thing to keep alive because the ancestors want to be remembered they are really a living part of us that never really disappears so it's a sacred duty to connect back with your ancestors and to keep vital and flowing this river of blood so there's a lot of techniques and and ways to do that and some information And then some looks at esoteric concepts in the book, too, so that you can really understand the inner meaning of a lot of the things that we work with. The book talks a little bit about the concept of time. You know, is time linear, meaning does it really move forward year after year after year? Or is it really more of a circle? And can time exist all at once? And this explores that concept, because that's very important to understanding how it is you can actually connect with your ancestors. And finally, in the book you'll find some references to uh, morphogenetic fields. And there's a new science emerging. um, and Some biologists are looking at this idea of morphogenetic fields. These fields transmit information um, from biological units. Some of the people looking at this science believe that this is how evolution actually functions that living organisms transmit signals. One of the examples is a tree that may be under attack from beetles and this type of thing will in response actually issue forth some type of chemical release. This transmits on the wind and the trees around it actually pick up this this gas or this uh, emanation and in response they will actually thicken their leaves and thicken their bark to protect them against the disease that's already affecting the tree that basically alerted them. So the idea is that these morphogenetic fields give information in advance. And this is the key to evolution. The need to evolve or the need to change is actually um, triggered by a shift in the morphogenetic fields. So I talk about that and I give the scientific data behind it and talk about some of the people that are involved in the study. So I think that's important to kind of look at it from that uh, scientific community's point of view. And then I tie it in, of course, with the idea of the cauldron of memory itself. So if this has intrigued you at all, I hope that you'll go ahead and purchase a copy of Cauldron of Memory. And I hope that uh, you'll look at the possibility of becoming a cauldron keeper yourself. Thank you for your time and interest.